Hello, today we'll be continuing our reading up through these laws, um, and we're going to focus today on discharges. <laughs> What does that mean, Hannah? A discharge is a bodily fluid that is expelled from genitalia, Jason. Mm, remember the first time I accidentally picked up a tampon, and I was like, what is this? <laughs> uh. They're not that gross. Yes, they are not, and that is why Leviticus talks about that. That's true, that's true. Uh, so if you thought the Bible couldn't talk about everything, well, here it's talking about menstruation. And so when a woman has a menstrual discharge, her, she's on her period, um, she will be unclean for seven days, and everything that basically she touches will be unclean, including if a man tries to sleep with her, he right. will be unclean. And Which so, is nice. You don't, it's having sex during your period. Sorry, guys. It's... Um, Not the best. Right. And this is essentially, okay, you know, every not said that, once sorry. a month, once a month, there's, or once a month-ish, yeah. right? For seven days. Because we remember this uncleanliness, you know, we see that word as being kind of vulgar and bad or condemning. But all of Leviticus is about all these people being unclean for all these different things. Yes. And the... One of the ramifications here is that in her uncleanliness, she is essentially resting for seven days. Yeah, she doesn't have to go out of work. She doesn't have to go out to the marketplace. She doesn't have to go uh, do a she lot gets of things. a bath and uh, clean sheets, which, again, is not something that would happen. In the Middle Ages, like, people took baths once a year. Yeah. It, well, the Europeans, the Middle Easterners yeah, were clean. White people would be crazy. But anyways, um, so there is... Kind of an acknowledgement of sin, but at the same time, there is a protection and there is a providence for us, um, and specifically here for women. Um, but it also talks about having a discharge of blood that just continues. So this is like someone who, uh, usually a period lasts, you know, from five to ten days, but this person just continues to have a discharge. So obviously there's something physically wrong with them. Um, that person will not be unclean. Um, will be unclean for, for all that time, which is pretty crazy because if you're unclean, there's lots of things you can't do. One of the biggest things being you can't be in the temple. You can't go to uh, the house of God. Right. Um, and, you know, what exactly is going on here, right? Because this is a time where the idea of disease is completely different than what we right. understand. They don't know that germs exist. And so oftentimes this religious, um, these religious terms uh, are being used in order to give people time to heal. Mm -hmm. um, now, there's a great cross-reference to this, which is in Mark, Mark chapter 5. So this is a woman, a famous story, who had a discharge of blood for 12 years, right? And uh, she just could not stop the bleeding that was happening. But she heard about Jesus and heard that um, you know, he could heal. So she said, if I touch even his garments, I will be made well. And immediately... Right, she was made clean, um, and she was healed. And this is crazy, guys, because again, who if you have a discharge of blood, whatever you touch is unclean. So she's like walking in the crowds, like, and she's also touching Jesus, right? right. If she touches Jesus's garment, Jesus, he's unclean. And that's the reality of our sinfulness as other sinners. You know mm -hmm. that our sin does hurt other people, um, and yet what is true for us as sinners gets flipped on its head when Jesus, the 
righteous one, the clean one, the clean one, you know, when we approach him, he cleanses us, right? And he takes our sin. He, he, we do make him a sinner. He becomes unclean so that we become clean. Right. He becomes a curse, right? Mm-hmm. For those of us who are cursed. And so I think that's like a beautiful thing about this random passage about menstruation that even this points to Jesus, right? That we who are sinful and can never be clean ourselves become cleansed right. because Jesus becomes unclean. And, and Leviticus is pointing to this in verse 31 because all of this, he's, it, God is saying to separate Israel from their uncleanliness lest they die. That mm-hmm. for God's will, it is for life and it is for cleanliness. Um, and that the tabernacle being the picture ultimately of that that points to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I love the little thing at the end. It's basically for all you guys that are going to be sexist and think like, oh, you women, women are you are unclean. unclean. <laughs> There's, yeah, every time a man ejaculates, right? You are unclean. You're unclean. So, you know, multiple times a day up to, right? <laughs> yeah, so, women only have seven days a month. Yeah. But guys, it could be 30 to yeah, 30 And it's days. like, you really need to stop doing this. <laughs> like, it's it's the, it's the not that you're going to go blind. It's the, yeah, and it's not, it, again, it's not that you're sinning when you, when you ejaculate. It's just a reminder that uh, what we do um, can be, has to be washed by God. Yes. Washed and watched by God. And purified. Purified by God. Okay, bye.